Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so How many people believe in what Jesus said? John chapter 10, verse 10. I believe so. And I believe that our brother and sister will reach to the super abundant life that God talks about in the Bible here. So we are learning the scripture to build our faith and to know the way how to get there together so that we can set the precedent or set the example to the next generation of uh, our church, our kids will learn from us, and we will be a good example to them in our Christian walk. Let me read again from John chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says, The thief comes only to, in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your church the truth. We are listening to the voice of our great teacher, the Holy Spirit. And we want you to help us to understand and to have the power to put everything into practice. Help us to experience what you say in the Bible. Everything you say, we shall experience in this life. And we want to be doers of your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We have learned that our God wants us to have the super abundant life. What does it mean, super abundant? It means more than, more than enough. More abundantly. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask and think. And when we look at the Old Testament, the Old Testament is the Old Covenant. And people in the Old Covenant experience the more than enough God, the El Shaddai. These people who experience the more than enough land or the super abundant land are those who really love God, live for God, obey God. We should do the same thing. We should live for God, love God with all our heart, like Joseph and King David or Moses, these people live for the purpose of God. And because they love God, they obey God and they live for the purpose of God. God gives them super abundant experience. We read from Genesis 41, 49 yesterday, we read that Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting, for it was immeasurable. Wow, God bless him. He became the prime minister of Egypt. And he started to gather all the grains for the famine time or the famine years. The grains came in to the storehouses so much that it's immeasurable. They have to stop counting. More than enough. More than, more than enough. That is the living experience of Joseph himself. First Chronicles chapter 22, verses 13 to 14. Again, this is in the Old Covenant. 
talking about the children of Israel at that time. David was speaking to Solomon. Again, look at what he said to Solomon. How are we going to experience the super abundant life? Then you will have success in 1 Chronicles 22:13-14. If you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. So the condition to live a super abundant life is to know the word, obey the word, being obedient children of God. We need to get into the word, practice the word of God. Don't be rebellious. King David told Solomon, be obedient to what God say in the law. And then what happened? He said he gathered all the materials to build the temple. He would not build the temple. Solomon would build the temple because he killed so many people in the battle. His hand was contaminated with the blood of the dead people in the battle. So God said, you will not build the temple. Your son is going to build the temple. But he prepared the materials. And what the Bible say here, I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed. Again, too much to be weighed, too much to be counted. Everyone say too much. Excess. More than enough. Too much to be weighed. To be too much to be counted. Is that what you like? You want to have too much to be counted? So much money in your bank account, you you stop looking. No matter how much you spend, you still have left over. Too much, okay? Too much anointing. When people come close to you, people get healed. More than more than enough anointing. How many people like that? I like to have more than, more than enough anointing. Amen. When the children of Israel brought silver and gold to build the tabernacle of Moses in that generation, they have too much to the point that Moses gave an order and they sent this word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. In other words, hey, stop giving offering now. And so the people were restrained, were stopped, were told to stop from bringing more because what they already had was more than enough to do all the work. Our God is a God of more than enough. That Incident happened in the Old Testament. We are in the New Testament. God promised the children of Israel in the Old Testament that if they obey Him, build the temple, live for the kingdom, they would be blessed with more than, more than enough. And it's recorded in the Bible. God still wants to bless His people today. We are worshiping and serving the same God that King David served, that Moses served, Joseph served, the same God. 
He was the good God then. He is the good God now. He was the more than enough God then. He is the more than enough God now. He was the righteous and perfect God then. He is the righteous and perfect God now. He is a faithful God who kept and fulfilled His promise then. He is the God, the faithful God, who keep His promise now. He's the judge of the whole universe. He's still the judge of the whole universe now. But our relationship with God today in this generation, in the church era, is different from the relationship between God and the Old Testament people. We have better relationship than the Old Testament people. We have better covenant. If they experience more than enough at that level, how much more we can experience the more than enough God today? Because we are living in the better covenant. Everyone say better. We are not just a servant of God, but we are called children of God. Amen. We have a better covenant because now God is living on the inside of us. In the Old Testament, God did not live in them. The Holy Spirit was with only the kings, the priests, and the prophets, and a few people here and there who were anointed to build the tabernacle. But other common people did not have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of them. But we all have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. We are in the better covenant. So. We can expect better, more than enough fulfillment of God. Amen. Hebrews chapter seven verse twenty-two. It's, this is not my own opinion. It's in, recorded in the Bible. By so much more, Jesus had become a surety of a better covenant. In the Old Testament, they believe in Jehovah, but today. We not only believe in Jehovah, but we have a better covenant through the sacrifice or the redemptive work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our covenant with God is better. Everyone say better again. Hebrews chapter eight verse six. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, in as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant. Which was established on better promises. We are living in the generation of a better covenant with God and better promises. What you read about Joseph, Moses, and King David was awesome. It's so amazing. They all experienced more than enough. We are in a better promise. We are in a better covenant than them. Therefore, we can expect God to show up and do something better than the Old Testament time. Hebrews chapter eight verse eleven: None of them shall teach his neighbor, none his brother, saying, "Know the Lord," for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. I will explain to you what it means. Jeremiah thirty one verse thirty four, no more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, 
nor the Lord. For they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, say the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. The Bible prophesies about the New Testament or New Covenant. In the Old Covenant time, because common people did not have the Holy Spirit on the inside of them, they could not hear from God directly. They could not present their request to God directly. They had to go to the priest. And if they want to ask God about something, they had to go to the prophet of the Old Testament. And then the prophet of the Old Testament would inquire of the Lord to ask for the answer for the common people. So they have to know God through somebody else, through the priest, through the prophet. But today, we are in the better covenant and better promise. We all, every one of us, can hear God directly. We all can have a personal relationship with God directly without going through any human being. If anyone in the New Testament church claim to be a prophet and say like this in the church, if you want to hear from God, come to me. I will ask God to give you the word of prophecy. But by the way, if you give me $500, I will give longer prophecy. If you give me $200, I will give you shorter prophecy. I am the representative from heaven. I am the, the prophet. Come to me and I will give you the word from heaven. If anybody practice like that, or if the church member practice like that, Pastor Lau, I want to hear from God. Can you ask God for me? That is unbiblical. Today, we don't have to go through any man to ask from God. You can pray to God directly. You can listen to God directly yourself. You can present your request to God directly without going through a man or a woman. The prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, the teacher, or your friend in the church are not your mediator. They are not the man between you and God anymore. You can directly go to God. But these people, including me, are here just to confirm what you hear from God. If we have the same Holy Spirit, what Holy Spirit speaks to you will be the same thing He speaks to me. Is that right? And it has to be biblical. The voice of the Holy Spirit will not go against the Bible. This is how I measure when people tell me, Oh, God, speak to me. And I will use that word and match with the Bible. If it's biblical, okay. It might come from the Holy Spirit, not from your own pizza in the stomach. That you eat too much pizza and you hear some voice that night. You need to hear from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit needs to speak according to the Bible. Amen? The prophet in the New Testament church has the job to confirm the word of prophecy, not to be representative between you and God. Amen? Now we all have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, 
These are sons of God or daughters of God as well. Romans chapter 8 verse 16, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children. We all can be led by the Spirit of God. In order to enter into the superabundant life, no question, we must be led by the Spirit of God so that we will not spend money in the wrong way, so that we will not spend our energy at the wrong place because we all have limited energy and money, so that we know where to sow money, so that we know what to do each day. I just give advice to New Birth Church this morning, the group, the small group from Illinois, from Canada, and other places that make sure you are led by the Spirit of God. You are not trying to use your own energy to build a church. You must listen to the Holy Spirit what to do in every single situation. The Holy Spirit is the person who will lead you into the super abundant life. If you are not led by the Spirit, you can make a lot of mistakes and you can waste money away, energy away, your health away in the wrong direction. You need to be led by the Spirit of God. And we can talk to God directly, listen to Him directly from the Holy Spirit every single day of your life. I practice neurosurgery in my job now. When I practice neurosurgery, I listen to the Holy Spirit and He make me prosper. When I perform surgery, He tell me what to do every single step. And that make my job prosper because I'm led by the Spirit. I can talk to the Father and I have only one mediator. Who is that? First Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. For there is only one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So as a believer, you are led by God all the time by talking to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen carefully. You talk to the Father, your Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus. And as you talk in the name of Jesus, He is the mediator. The Father listens to you because you come to Him through Jesus only. And then He will talk back to you by His Spirit who is on the inside of you. Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You talk to the Father in the name of Jesus. And the Father would speak back to you, guide you, lead you, protect you, tell you what to do in every single step by the Spirit of God. Amen? If you want to enter into the more than, more than enough life, you need to know how to pray. And you need to have that relationship with the Father through Jesus all the time. Your antenna have to go up all the time. Listen to God. Talk to God up and down all the time. You don't need to call me. Please don't call me too much. I'm too busy. Sometimes people email me from everywhere in the world because they listen to our teaching in the YouTube. And I say the solution is not me. I'm not living in your city. The solution is the Holy Spirit. 
You need to talk to the Holy Spirit. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So you can see here that the Old Testament is a type of the New Testament. The Old Testament showed that God is more than enough God, and He blessed. The people who obey him and live for his purpose. In the Old Testament, they have the old covenant, and now we have a better covenant because we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Now, we can be led by God every single day, and we can see God's nature through the names recorded in the Old Testament: Jehovah Jireh, God the Provider. Jehovah Kitsanu, God the righteousness. Jehovah Nissi, so many names, and one of the great names of God in the Old Testament is El Shaddai. E L S H A D D A I. El Shaddai, the Almighty God. What does it mean, El Shaddai? El Shaddai means the one who is mighty to nourish, to satisfy. To supply, He is the God of more than enough. He is the great, mighty source of your supply. Your supply is not man. That's why I don't have to compromise preaching the word on the pulpit to depend on some rich people in the church to like me and stay with me. I don't need to be shy of laying on of hand. And I may offend some rich people to leave the church because I lay hand and people fall down. Because if I depend on their source, I have to pull back and don't lay hand, and I will not preach. Because then they leave my church, and then I don't have tithe and offering into my church. I'm sorry, you are not my source. My source of this church and my life is El Shaddai. He is the mighty source of my supply. I'm not going to depend on man. To supply anything to me, he is my source. He is the mighty nourisher. He is the mighty satisfier. His nature, his way, and his character are super abundant. The El Shaddai, the Almighty God, more than enough God. Let me show you in the Scripture. He show his character through what he say in the Bible and his command to the children of Israel in the Old Testament in Leviticus chapter twenty six verses three to five. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them again, God always start with the condition. If you want the super abundant life, if you want the El Shaddai to do something for you, if you want to have the promise of God fulfill in your life. The key is obedience, not rebellion. You obey, and then I will give you rain in its season. I'm reading from New King James Version. Wow, rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce. Your internet business gonna be booming. Your Thai restaurant gonna be booming with a lot of customer. You're gonna get promoted and raised in your office, in your workplace. That's what it means here. Shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage. I will explain to you later on. And the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat your bread to the full, 
and dwell in your land safely. Wow! If we obey God, this will happen. Let me read from NIV, New International Version. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops, and the trees of the field their fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting, and you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land. How about New Living Translation? Your threshing season will overlap with the grape harvest, and your grape harvest will overlap with the season of planting grain. You will eat your fill and live securely in your own land. What does it mean here? There's a season of harvesting the grain. After you harvest the grain, you do the threshing, the threshing on the ground. But they get so much grain that they have to keep doing the threshing. By the time they get finished the threshing, the season of harvesting grape come in. The grapes in the field so much, they keep harvesting. They keep harvesting. Take a long time to harvest. By the time they finish harvesting the grape, it's the time of the next season of planting. You, you see the overlaps. The overlap between the harvest and harvest and harvest. If we apply to today's life, we are not farmers anymore in this room. If we compare to this, today's life, it means... Your money will never run out before the next paycheck. Your money is going to have so much to overlap to the next paycheck. And after the next paycheck come in, you still have a lot left over. And then the next one come in, you still have more left over. It keeps increasing in your bank account. Because you will never run out of your resources. You will never run out of your Strength, your anointing, your manpower, anything, your wisdom, super abundant in wisdom, super abundant in anointing, super abundant in money, super abundant in good health. Everything is super abundant, more than, more than enough. Look at Leviticus chapter 26, verse 10. The Bible says, You shall eat. I like this one. You shall eat. How many people like to eat? I can tell from your size. You shall eat the old harvest and clear out the old because of the new. It sounds like my home. Every two or three months, my oldest daughter has to come to my house and clean the cabinet. So much food in there. Have to clean it out. In New Living Translation, you will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to clear out the old grain to make room for the new harvest. <laughs> you have so much, more than, more than enough, to the point that the new cookie from Hawaii, or the new chocolate from Switzerland, or the new nombeung, Kanombeung is a Thai, Thai dessert. All the Pad Thai come in from the Thai restaurant. And you still have sushi in the, in the refrigerator. You cannot even finish eating the sushi. 
You have to clear it out to put the new pad Thai in there. Amen. More than, more than enough. Hallelujah. That is in the Bible. Our God is El Shaddai. Our God has more than enough healing power. Our God has more than enough wisdom for you to depend on Him. He has more than enough power to help you. He has more than enough truth and grace and favor and anything that you need in your life to provide for you. He will nourish you, satisfy you, bless you, supply to you more than enough. Amen. Amen. You never run out. You will never run out of the wisdom in any situation. You will never run out of the anointing. You will never run out of the wisdom. You will never run out of money in your life because your God is El Shaddai, and He did that to the Old Testament people. We are in a better covenant. We are in the better promises. Are we going to be less than the Old Covenant people? No, we will more. Than the old covenant people, amen. His grace is sufficient. His grace and favor are more than enough for us in every situ- situation, amen. We can depend on Him all the time. We can draw more than enough blessing from Him all the time, amen. This is what many Christians are doing. They're doing this way. They read all the scripture. And because they don't have experiences of this scripture yet, they still broke, poor, sick, don't have enough, always depressed, sad, could not sleep. When they read all this scripture, they say, "Oh, I need to dilute. I need to twist the the Bible. I need to explain it away. Oh, the, those things in the New Testament time, in the Paul's time, Peter's time, Jesus time." That is in the Old Testament time. This is not for the 21st century anymore. They dilute the Scripture and they build up their own doctrine. That this thing is not for us today. Healing is not for us today. Deliverance is not for us today. Anointing is not for us today. It's only for Paul and Peter. So today we need to suffer. We're gonna live in lack and suffering all the time. They build their own doctrine. Brother and sister, this is the way we should live. We just stick with the Bible. We are faithful to the Scripture. The doctrine must be from the Scripture, not from our own experiences. And then we pray to God: God, raise my experiences up to match the Scripture. I not experience it now. That's okay. I know I need to do something. I need to work out my salvation. I need to make some adjustment. I need to build my faith. I'm not there yet, but Lord, raise my experience up to the Scripture. I remember the first time I got touched by God to have laughter. I never laughed before, but I say, God, give me experience of laughter. So when I went to Portland, Oregon, the evangelist lay hand on me. I fell down and I said, I need laughter. Give me experience. Boom! I laughed. Then a few years later, in Seattle, Washington, a guest speaker came in. Pastor Kenneth Hagin came in. I said, "I never got drunk in the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two. I like to get drunk. 
I like to understand how being drunk in the Holy Spirit means. I want to experience what you say. I'm not going to dilute that scripture and explain it away and say, "Oh, it's not for today." Wow, that day when Pastor Kenneth Hagin walked, he was walking to my row, like I was sitting, like in that corner, like that, in, compared to this room. He walked, come to me, and then he walked away. I was, no, please, come to me. He walked away from me to another row, and he did not even go to that direction at all. Suddenly, the Lord said to me, remember John chapter 7, living water. You need to drink. So I began in my spirit, like this. I begin to pull out the spiritual straw. I, I thinking like this in my mind. This is not a cocaine, okay? This is like the living water. I pull out the straw and start to suck the anointing out of Pastor Kenneth again. Like this. Within two seconds, the Holy Spirit hit me. And I was drunk for almost one hour. My kids have to carry me out of the building. The janitor already came to clean up the floor. I'm still drunk. Everyone left to their own home. I'm still in the, I'm, I was the last man in the church. I was drunk in the Holy Spirit. Pastor Da and my daughter have to carry me out into the car. When I got into the, uh, led uh, to the, my house, I still drunk and laughed and drunk in the Holy Spirit. I really drunk. I mean, I could not stand. I just lost all the strength. It's like people who got drunk by alcohol exactly look like somebody who is drunk by alcohol. So I know now, got drunk by the Holy Spirit, what it means. I want to ask God to raise my experiences up to what the Scripture say. We cannot explain the Scripture away. Superabundant is for you and me. Let's ask God to raise up our experience to that point that the superabundance is going to happen in your family, in your finances, in your physical health, in your church. You're going to have more than, more than enough until you have to get rid of the old, not the old members though, the member keep. Get rid of the old food and bring the new food in. The old members say thank you. <laughs> you need to understand this. Because you don't experience something in the Bible, it doesn't mean the Bible is not true. Because you experience something on earth, it doesn't mean that it is His will. Listen carefully. Many things are happening on earth. This morning, my daughter woke up and somebody lied her from Thailand. Pray for Thailand. Now I heard that 27 people were killed in the bomb. Maybe terrorist bomb in the main area of Bangkok. 27 people got killed by the bomb in Bangkok. Last night. Things happen. But not everything that happened on earth is from God. It's not God's will. God doesn't make it happen because people have free will. So when people get sick, when people get broke, and people get into problems, don't blame God. Many bad things happen on earth, but they are not God's will. People make it happen by themselves because they have free will. So as a believer, we need to come back to the Bible and use the Bible as our way of life and standard. And we say, God, I don't experience that now. I still experience what the other people in the world experience. What you say, I don't experience. 
Please help me to experience what the Bible says. That's how we live. Amen. Hallelujah. In conclusion today, our God is not a cheap God. Our God is not the God who will lack and be limited in resources. Our God will never run out of His resources and power and energy and wisdom and grace. Anything He will never run out. He is the El Shaddai, more than enough God. As believers, we need to expand our vision, our faith, and our revelation and understanding of who our God is. This message, morning, is to expand your vision and belief and faith that your God and my God is the El Shaddai. He's the God of more than enough in everything. He is our source of supply. He is the mighty one who nourishes, satisfies, and supplies. And we will never run out of anything. As we walk with God in obedience, we follow Him, do His will, and do what is right in His eyes. Obey His command. I just finished writing one lesson. I'm going to de- talk in detail, maybe by the end of this year, this year. This is the key. I explain to you now, even before I preach. The key to live a super abundant life. That you will spend some time, kneel down and pray. God, what is the calling of my life? What is your purpose for me in this world? If you put yourself in the middle of the calling of God, like King David, Moses, Joshua, or Joseph, you need to find your calling. Don't sit around the church, do nothing. You all have the calling. If you step into the calling, faithful in the calling, the provision, super abundant, more than enough provision will come to you. But if you rebel, you say, I don't care. I'm going to live for my own life. I'm not going to obey the Bible. I'm going to live for myself. We're going to read that scripture tonight. I'm going to do everything for me, me, me. I don't care about the church. I don't care what you call me to do. I don't even need to know my calling. You will never experience super abundant life. And don't blame God. Don't blame God. Because the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. You need to spend some time. I find my callings since I was a new believer, two years old new believer. I know exactly what God called me to do. When I moved to America, I know right now exactly what I'm doing right now. If I die today, I will not die though. I shall live to proclaim the works of the Lord. But if I die today, I can stand before the judgment seat of Christ and say, Lord, I have done what you call me to do. And all this time, because I do what he called me to do, I have super abundant provision, supply, 
all the time to get the job done for him. He will not call you to do something without his provision and his help. He call you to do something. He gonna give you the tools, the strength, the money, the support, the manpower to get the job done. Amen. So homework. Pray. Find out what is your calling. What God called you to do in the church. Be faithful doing it. Don't be just pew warmer. Come and get involved. Find out what is your call, and get involved. And in that call, He will provide for you super abundantly, more than enough. Amen. The the detailed teaching gonna come by the end of the year. The sermon that I put up called "Surplus to Do the Will of God." We are we have surplus to fulfill God's project, not to fulfill my flesh, but to fulfill the project of God. Amen. Everyone say surplus, excess, El Shaddai, more than enough. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see this happening in every home in our church. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. So thirsty.